your neighbor, you don't have to shake their hands, just tend to them, give them a smile, welcome to a new month, I'm so glad I'm sitting next to you, praise the Lord, the month of September was a great month, can I get some more volume on my mic, this month will be much better and even greater. Yes, I want us to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. We jump right into the rema, God's word for this month. What is God saying concerning you in this month that we've just started? What is the emphasis of the spirit? What is the spirit emphasizing? So the word declares in 2 Corinthians 1.21, Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us as God. So he says the one who is establishing us together with you in Christ is God. So he says that God is establishing us and he has anointed us. The one who is establishing us is God. I would like to read this from the New Century Version. He says, remember, God is the one who makes you and us strong in Christ. So in this month of October, God is making us stronger than ever before. We are being strengthened for greater works. We are being strengthened for greater accomplishments. The Bible says the people that know their God shall work strong and they will do exploits. So we are strengthened for exploits. We are strengthened for exploits. The month of October, the Lord said, will be for us our month of establishment. Yes. And as to be established means to be founded. Founded in a way that you cannot be moved. Like a building that has a solid foundation. No matter what comes against it, it cannot fall. So the Lord says in this month, he is founding us, strengthening us. Remember Jesus gave uh, a teaching on the doers of the word and the non-doers of the word. He said that the person who does the word is like a man who built his house on the rock. And then he says the person who does not do the word is likened to a man who built his house on the sand. And then the Bible says the rain came, the winds blew, the flood came. The house that was built on the sand fell down. And the house that was built on the rock stood. Why did it stand? Because it was founded. It was established on a firm foundation. So to be be established, to be founded, to be settled permanently. So God is settling you. You are settled permanently. He is making you unmovable. To found is to settle or fix what is wavering. Maybe you have been wavering in your faith. Today you are believing, tomorrow you are doubting. Maybe you have been wavering in your walk with God. Today you are committed, tomorrow you are not committed. He's strengthening us in a way that we are not wavering or doubtful or weak. To establish is to confirm. 
So when the word says you shall decree a thing and it shall be established, it means that thing will be confirmed. That thing will be manifested. That thing will be settled permanently. It will show up. To establish is to make stable. So we might as well call this month our month of stability. Because God is making you stable. I know that there are those things that you have been saying, um, once I get stable financially, I will do them. Well, this is that month when God made you stable. Yes, making you stable. To make stable, to place family, to set fast, to fix, to strengthen, to render constant. So you're going to be consistent, always continuing, always advancing, always making progress. No matter what the enemy tries to throw at you, you will not be moved. This is you in this month of October. Nothing will move you. The only thing that will move you is the word of God. The only thing that will move you is the spirit of God. No life from the pit of hell will move you. You're going to stand strong. You'll even be shocked. Me, am I this strong? Yes, because God will strengthen you. God is already strengthened. The strengthening has started already. You're going to look at those projects that you should have done a long time ago and you have not been able to do them. You'll find that in this month, you are strong. Strong enough to do them. You are strong enough emotionally. You are strong enough financially. You are strong enough physically, mentally. Because God is ministering to you in this way. Hallelujah. So that as we end 2021, we'll look back and say, see what the Lord did through us. We're going to accomplish so much for the Lord. No, don't let the devil get to you and tell you the year is already gone. Just look forward to 2022. I'm looking forward to 2022, but we still have time. We still have time because we are with God. With God, all things are possible. The Bible says a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. That means that what men are saying is 24 hours is a lot of time for God. To God, it's like 1,000 years. That means he can do so much in one day. Because it's like 1,000 years to him. That's a lot of time. He can do so much in one minute, in one second, in a millisecond. He can do so much. And now that we are going with him and we are depending on his ability, we too can do so much. So we don't have to limit ourselves like other people have been limited. We don't have to limit ourselves with the limitations of the non-believers. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Those things you have been saying I'm not able to do, you are able to do. Because the spirit of God is at work in you, enabling you, supplying to you whatever ability you need. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? This is a great month for you. It's not that month where you you were worried and depressed. No, it's a month in which you moved forward. It's a month in which you made progress. Tremendous progress. It's like like 10 months in one month. I, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. The kind of progress that you would have made in 10 months. By the help of God. I'm saying by the help of God. Within the same month, by the help of God. Supernatural, there is such a thing as supernatural accomplishments. He says, not by might, not by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord. Who was he talking to? Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel had, he was a governor of Judah. And he was leading the people to build the temple. He managed to lay the foundation. But there were so many challenges and obstacles that had come against him. So he abandoned the project. The willingness to continue with the project was there. What was lacking was the ability. 
And so the angel of the Lord appeared to uh, the prophet of God, Zechariah, and gave him a message. Go and tell Zerubbabel, if you are going to move forward, don't trust in your mind. Don't trust in your power. Trust in the spirit. He says, not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And then he says, if you tell Zerubbabel to trust in the spirit, here is something that will happen. The mountain that is before Zerubbabel will be leveled. It is standing because Zerubbabel is standing in his own might and power. But if Zerubbabel can shift from depending on his own ability to depending on the spirits, the mountain that is before him will be leveled. It will be leveled. It will be reduced to nothing. And then he said, the same hands that have laid the foundation, the same hands that have laid the foundation will finish it. It will finish. The hands will finish the building. You see, the Spirit of God will not just help you start something. He'll help you finish it. I am confident that he that has begun a good work in you is perfecting it. I'm confident. I'm confident that we're not entering 2022 with projects that were not finished. With things that we would have done in 2021 but we were not able to do. I'm confident that as we finish this year, we'll look back and say, oh, thank you, Jesus. No carryovers into 2022. Thank you, Jesus. We, I accomplished it. I said in 2021, I was going to build this business. And look, it has been built. I said in 2021, I was going to build a house. By your help, I built. By your help, I accomplished it. I said in 2021, I was going to finish my studies. And I, I finished by your help. So he's, he's strengthening you. There is strength. Apostle Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus. He says that God would grant, according to the riches of his glory, that you be strengthened with might in your inner man. Strengthened with miracle working ability. And that's what he's doing. While you are seated, he's strengthening you. You are being strengthened from the inside. Strengthened to go and make changes. Strengthened to make progress. Strengthen to do his will. There are some of you, you said in 2021, I'm going to win 100 souls to the Lord. You have only been able to win two. But the Lord is strengthening you. The Lord is strengthening you to win souls. You're going to make an impact for Christ. The Bible tells me how that Peter was timid. Peter was behaving as a cowardice. He didn't want to be seen as one who associated himself with Jesus. He denied Jesus three times. But the Bible tells me on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, he was the first one to speak out. He was the first one to open the doors and begin to preach the gospel. The same Peter who was timid, when the Spirit came, he was strengthened. He was strengthened to walk in boldness. He was strengthened to preach the word. And when he preached, 3,000 souls were saved. In one day, one day, you set that goal for the whole year, 100 souls. This man in one day, one day, 3,000 were led to the Lord. The next time we read about him, in another one day, 5,000 were saved. I know that God is raising Peters in this house. Because the Bible says the end of a matter shall be greater than the beginning. Brothers and sisters, that was the beginning of the church. If at the beginning, one man could preach and 3,000 are late to the Lord in one day. How much more in these last days? 
God is raising his generals. God is raising his saints. God is raising his people. You know, when I'm praying for you, these are things I pray for. I say, Father, they are strengthened. Strengthened to make an impact. Strengthened to change their generation. Strengthened to make a difference. Strengthened, 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 strengthened. <laughs> Hallelujah. By the time the rapture comes, we would have shaken this hopeless. We would have shaken this world. Yes. Now you may look at yourself and say, I, I don't think I'm that strong. I don't think I'm that strong. Apostle Paul came to a point where he concluded that when I am weak, then I am strong. Because his strength is made perfect in weakness. You are being strengthened. He says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He didn't say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of your muscles and in the power of your intellect. No, he said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong, brother. He said to Timothy, be strong in the grace which is in Christ Jesus. Be strong. He said to Joshua, be strong and have a good courage. Be strong. Be strong. Let nothing move you. No man shall be able to stand before you. All the days of your life. Every place the soul of your feet shall tread upon. You shall possess. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. The devil cannot win over you. Be strong. You cannot be defeated. Be strong. Hallelujah. So, so God is establishing you. Please be seated if you can. Romans 16, 25. Now to him that is of power to establish you. He has power to establish you. He has power. He has that power. To establish you according to my gospel. He has power to establish you. Jude 1, 24. Not only does he have power to establish you, power to lift you, I'm excited in my spirit. As I commune with the spirit, I see so many amazing things happening. Happening in this ministry. Happening to the people. Remember, he said, this is our year of supernatural influence. He said, I will exhort you. He said, I will lift you. And I'm like, Lord, look, we are now in October. He says, don't worry about that. What I said is what I'm doing. God is lifting his people. God is lifting you. And listen, and listen, no one will be able to pull you down. God is lifting you. Because he wants you to be a voice. A voice in your generation. The Bible says, John the Baptist was a voice. No, he, he did not just have a voice, he had become a voice. A voice of one crying in the wilderness. He wants you to become a voice in the marketplace. So when you speak, all business people will listen. He wants you to become a voice in your profession. You may be a doctor. You're going to be a doctor with a difference. When you speak, all doctors will listen. Now you influence them to Christ. He wants you to become a voice everywhere you go. And listen, when he lifts you, no man. Why? Look at the scripture. Now unto him that is able. To keep you from falling. He is able to keep you from falling. 
He's able. Give me five. He's able. <laughs> Woo! He's able to keep you from falling. Say this after me. I will not fall. Ah, the Bible says he's able to keep you from falling. Maybe this has been your weakness. You have this weakness. It always makes you fall. Always makes you fall. The same way you have put your faith to work concerning finances. You put your faith to work concerning this thing. God is able to keep you from falling. You said this is the last time. I'm not going to fall again. Because I will not stand in my own might. I will not stand in my own, own power. I'm standing by the spirit. He is able to keep me from falling. Maybe it's an addiction. You have confessed. You have said, oh God, I will never do it again. I will never do it again. And you always find yourself doing it. You always find yourself doing it. And then you say, oh God, I repent. Oh God, forgive me. Oh God, oh pastor said, I don't even need to ask for forgiveness. Oh God, I receive forgiveness. But still you keep doing it. Brother, sister, he is able to keep you from falling. Stop counting on your own ability. Reach out to him and say, Father, you are able to keep me. To keep me from falling again into this temptation. I trust you. I take you at your word. You keep me from falling. Maybe it's in your academics that you have been falling. You have been failing. You are able to keep me. Not going to fall. Not this month. Not ever. We are establishing this word. It's able to keep you from falling. You will not fall. Tell your neighbor you will not fall. Hallelujah. Shake your neighbor a little bit. Excite them a little bit. You will not fall. You will not fall. You will not fall. Your business will not fall. Doesn't matter who is trying to pull you down, put it down. No. You will not fall. You will not fall. He is able to keep you from falling. When the rapture comes, you find you standing. He is able to keep you. Look, he says he's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. When he comes for us, you'll find us standing. When I pray, these are things I pray for you. I say, Father, on that day, may you find this person standing. Find this person standing. Find this. Find her standing. I know her past, but Father, I know you are able to keep her from falling. You are able to keep her from falling. That on that day, she'll be presented before you faultless. Who is to present? It's us, the ministers who have been sent to you. Can we digress a little bit? Colossians 1, verse 27. Oh, Satalaba. Able to keep you from falling. It's able. So I can be confident. Oh, I used to worry about that. I used to worry. I said, what if, you know, I, 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 thank you, Father, you are lifting me. But what if I fall? What if I fall? They say one who is already on the ground doesn't need to fear falling. It's a guy that has gone up. What if I fall? I saw this scripture. Oh, boy, it made me dance. Able to keep me from falling. I said, Father, you can lift me as high as you want. I'm not going down. <laughs> I'm not going down. Chapter 1, verse 27. Give me verse 27. <laughs> Able to keep you. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
So that means that you have hope. You can never, never be without hope because you are always with Christ and he's inside you. There is always hope. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, look at verse, the following verse 28. <laughs> verse 28. He says, whom we preach and teach every man. Media, work with me. Can we go to the following verse? Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man. So we are warning people. We are teaching every man. That's what we are doing. Why are we doing this? He says, every man in all wisdom. That we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So there is an assignment. I have to present the people I teach, the people I minister to. On that day, present them perfect. Present them perfect. I always look at this and say, Father, how? How can I present them perfect? You have seen so and so. You have seen, oh God, oh God. He says, no, 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 no. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Look at that, the following verse, verse 29. Where unto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. So I'm working by his ability. His ability is at work in me mightily. He says he's able to keep you from falling. Why is he establishing you this month? Why is this our month of establishment? Why, 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 why? Because he wants to keep you from evil. If a man stays on the right path, the evil one has no right to afflict him. David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Psalm 119 verse 67. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now, I have kept your word. And then he testifies, you are good and you do good. In verse 68. We're now reading 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 3 to verse 4. He says, but the Lord is faithful. <laughs> the Lord is faithful. Brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, listen, God is faithful. The Lord is faithful. To do what? The Lord is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? He will keep you from evil. From the evil of others and from the evil of Satan. He will keep you from evil. Give me a more simpler vision. Keep you from evil. The Living Bible. Can we read this together? One to go. But the Lord is faithful. He will make you strong and guard you from satanic attacks. Of Can we read that part again? Let's read it together again. But God is, is faithful. Yeah? He will make you strong and guard you. From what? Of every kind. Of every kind. Of every kind. What does that mean? No need for you to fear. God is faithful. God is faithful. Have faith in his faithfulness. God is faithful. He says, he will make you strong. And keep you from every satanic attack. Every satanic attack. Doesn't matter how it comes. Doesn't matter that it's from a witch, from a satanist. Doesn't matter what level that witch or satanist has. 
What I know is that God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. Keep you from the mouth of the wicked. God is faithful. No case against you can prevail. God is faithful. He shall make you strong and guard you, shield you, protect you. He says, you will be a wall of fire round about you. Job did not know that. But I'm glad you know. Job said, I'm not in safety. But he was in safety. The devil testified, have you not put a hedge round about him? Job did not know. It's important that you know these things. This scripture has been in the Bible. Before you are even born, it's been in the Bible. So how come... Those satanic attacks have prevailed. How come you are not kept? You did not know. It's not that God is saying this today. He said it. He placed it in the scriptures. My people perish for lack of knowledge. And so satanic attacks were launched against you. Troubled you in the night. Troubled you in the day. And you even had visions about them, dreams about them. You're like, I, I know why I'm not making it my business. I know why I'm not making I know why I'm not getting married. I know why even though I'm married, I can't have children. I know, I know, I know. Why? Because of a satanic attack. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Because you don't know what he said. God is faithful. Amen. <laughs> he will make you strong. And guard you from satanic attacks of every kind. Say amen if this is your word. So don't worry about that. He's faithful. He's faithful. So when I pray for you, I say, Father, thank you. You are faithful. You are faithful. Every collusion is protected from evil. We are not losing any member to death this month. We are not losing anyone. No, no one will be sick. No one will be sick. When we say, anyone who is sick here, raise your hand. I say, Father, I know it will be first timers. Because those who have been receiving this message cannot be sick. He says, they that dwell in Zion shall not say I am sick. Not because they don't want to say it, but because they don't get sick. You keep them from sickness. You keep them from trouble. When the devil came against Job, one of the things he did was to bring him sickness. It was a satanic attack. But he says, God is able to keep you. He's faithful to keep you. Hallelujah. Yes. No accident. No, 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 no. You're not going to die in an accident. We, we don't know. He was going to the market. All of a sudden, we, we received a phone call that come and see he's at the hospital. And then when we were there for just five minutes, he just opened his eyes and he said, bye-bye. That's how he went. Not you. Not you. Not you. I know how you will go. In a moment. In a twinkling of an eye. We shall be changed. This motto shall put on immortality. That's how we are going. That's how we are going. Everyone is crying. He was about to graduate. No, you, you will graduate. You will finish your race. You will finish your race. It doesn't matter who is against you. What matters is who, who is for you. That's what matters. Who is for you? Who is for you? If God be for you, who can be against you? 
didn't hear you. If God before you, who can be against you? So the devil is a no one. A nobody. Anyone who rises against you is rising to fall. They are fulfilling scripture because there is a scripture that talks about those who rise against you. Anyone who gathers against you, there is a scripture they are fulfilling. He said, but they shall gather, not by my name. He says, anyone who gathers against you, they shall fall for your sake. So they are gathering to fall. Their plans cannot prevail. Can't prevail. He said, the Lord, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. God. He said, when my enemies, even my foes, when they came up to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. They stumbled and fell. Yes. That's their destiny. Anyone who rises against you cannot stand. Anyone who stands against you, they are standing to fall. No weapon fashioned, manufactured, designed, made, planned. As long as it's against you, it shall not prosper. It shall not work. It shall not prevail. Any weapon against your body, any weapon against your mind, any weapon against your family, any weapon against your business, any weapon against your career, it cannot stand. No, it will not. It says a thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand. Whatever is making them fall, it shall not come near you. You cannot fall. He will keep you from falling. You will not fall. While others are falling, you will stand. Some trust in chariots, others trust in horses. He says they are fallen, but we are risen and stand upright because we remember the name of our God. We are risen and stand upright. This is your month. You are not falling. You are not going to fail. How can you fail? You are that man in Psalm chapter 1. You are that woman in Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but upon the word of God, he meditates day and night. <laughs> he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers that bringeth forth his fruit, whose leaf also shall not wither. Whatsoever, 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 whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. He says, but the wicked are not so. They are like the chaff which the wind drives away. He says, whatsoever. He says, therefore the wicked will not stand in the congregation of the righteous. So you have this mentality. God is establishing me. Whatever I do will prosper. Whatever I do, whatever I do will prosper. No disappointment. No disappointment. He said the path of the righteous. Are you not righteous? Are you not righteous? Is he not talking to you? The path of the righteous.
churches as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. That means things are getting better and better, better and better, better and better, better and better, until they are perfect. But the Lord is faithful. Sister, don't worry. The Lord is faithful. Maybe someone told you you will never marry. Don't worry, sister. The Lord is faithful. Maybe somebody told you you will never have children. Don't worry. The Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. He will make you strong. The Lord is faithful. He will guard you from satanic attacks of every kind. Of every kind. He says, every tongue that rises against you, in judgment you shall condemn. In judgment you shall condemn. I stand here this afternoon condemning any negative word against your life. We condemn it, it will not prosper. It shall not stand. It cannot stand. Any word against your destiny, any word against your future, any word against your progress, any word against your success, it cannot stand. It will not stand. In the name of Jesus, I condemn that word. In the name of Jesus, that word is condemned. Do not stand. This is no time to go up and down. Up and down. You're going like this. You're going like this. You're going like this. Upward and forward. Upward and forward. Whether they like it or not, you are going upward and forward. Consistent progress. Unstoppable increase. Undeniable success. Your profiting is appearing to all men. <laughs> They will say, how did you do it? Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. By the Spirit of the Lord. Mary said, how is it going to happen? The angel said, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. How will it happen? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. And the angel concluded, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Brothers and sisters, we are not alone. We are with God. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? You are getting stronger and stronger. Can you see it? You are not numbered among the weak Christians. Can you see it? You are not numbered among the failures. Can you see it? You have been numbered among the chosen ones. You have been numbered among the strong. You have been numbered among the greats. You have been numbered among kings. Can you see it? The word is working in your life. The word is prevailing in your life. He said, so mightily grew the word of God. I am a, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. So mightily grew the words. The word is growing. 
this word that you have been receiving is growing and in this month is prevailing in this month is taking over in this month is silencing all negative voices so mightly grew the word be seated if you can so a month of establishment so he's establishing you to keep you from evil I can imagine. I can imagine. Look at this. Some witches are sent on assignment. Go to house number so so. Kill everyone. They get there. All they see is a wall of fire. They say, huh? How do we penetrate? No way. They go back to their boss. Impossible. Impossible. We cannot do what you have told us to do. We cannot kill that family. We cannot kill anyone in that family. Their God has become a wall of fire round about them. Their God is protecting them. They hired Balaam. Come and curse these people. <laughs> hey, we'll give you money. Curse these people. And every time Balaam tries to throw a kiss, blessings are coming out of his mouth. Balaam makes a conclusion. The Lord has blessed and I cannot reverse it. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has blessed you and no man can reverse it. No devil can reverse it. There is no enchantment against you. There is no divination against you. It shall be said of you whom the Lord has blessed. So why, why, why is he establishing you? I told you to keep you from evil. Number two, he's establishing us so he can grow the church. We are growing. Acts 16 verse 5. No, we cannot remain small. We are growing. By the time we are done with this month, this place will be too small for us. It's already too small. By the time we are done, look at this. And so we are the churches established in the faith. Established in the faith. And what happened? And he increased in number daily. When I was praying for you in the morning, I heard the Lord say something. He said, I will make their success my evangelism too. Ah. In other words, when people see how successful you are, they will say, hey, what's your secret? Where do you go to? What, tell me, what do you know? What? He said, I will make them so successful that their success will be a tool for evangelism. Souls will be born through your success. They say, I want to be like you. You inspire me. I want to be like you. He said, if you want to be like me, let's go to church. Let's go to church. Hear what I hear. You'll be like me. And the churches were established in the faith. And increased. Increased in number. Not just spiritually. In number. When they said, 
Anyone who is here for the first time? Wow. Wow. The number was big. Number three is establishing you because that great day is coming. The day called rapture. Oh, we are very close. And because we are close, we cannot behave anyhow. James 5 verse 8. James 5 verse 8. Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draw it nigh. So no petty issues. We're going to keep ourselves. We're going to walk in the ways of God. We're going to stand strong in our faith. Because his coming is near. He says, grudge not one against another. We're not going to do such things. Holding grudges against one another. Fighting against one another. Angry against one another. No, no, no. He's coming. Because we understand something. That when he comes, all of us, no matter how we were living on earth, it, it wouldn't matter that I did not like this man. On that day, we'll be together. If he's born again, just like I'm born again, we'll be together. Oh, no, no, no. We'll be together. So I have to get used to living with him now. You'll be with your neighbor for life, for eternity, with the Lord. So he says, grudge not, grudge not. The first thing he wants us to be established in is the present truth. Second Peter 1 verse 12. He wants us to be established in the present truth because there is truth that is present. There is truth that is past. It's what you call the past tense of God's word. The present tense of God's words, And the future tense of God's word. So he wants us to be established in the present tense. To stand firm in that which he has said we are. In that which he has said we have. And in that which he has said we can do. To stand firm and say I can do. And say I have. And say I am. Because he said so. So he says, wherefore I will not be negligent. Just like Peter, I will not be negligent. I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Some of the things I'm telling you now, I've told you before. I will tell you again. I will not be negligent. Though you know them, I will not be negligent. I will tell you again. Though you know them and be established in the present truth. Are you born again? The present truth is that if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. You are, you will not be. You are. You are a child of God. That's the present truth. You are blessed. That's the present truth. You are more than a conqueror. That's the present truth. You are a victor. That's the present truth. Now he wants you to stand strong in it. And in this month of October, we will take time to strengthen you in the present truth. We're going to strengthen the truths in you and we're going to strengthen you in the truths. So the truth will become one with you and you become one with the truth so that when you walk, you'll be the truth walking among men. Establishing the present truth. Number two, he wants you to be established in grace and with grace. Hebrews 13 verse 9. He does not want you to be carried about with diverse and strange doctrines. No. You're being taught to do ABCD to get your blessing. Do ABCD to do what? No, he doesn't want you to be carried about by such things. No. And some religious duties. No, 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 no. He says, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. So he says, it's a good thing that the heart be established with grace. He said to, to, to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, he says, be strong. 
in the grace that is in Christ. You know, grace also talks of favor. So he's establishing you strong in favor. So favor will not be a once in a while or once in a lifetime manifestation. It will be a constant thing. You will live as the favored one. It will not be a weekly, uh, uh, something that happens in a week, but something that happens weekly. And you're going to walk in gifts, amazing gifts of the Spirit. Grace is God's lifting power. He says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. Why? He says he gives grace to the humble. So, so grace is his lifting power. When he gives grace to the humble, that humble man is lifted. Grace is lifting power. And there is an increase of grace in your life today. That means that you are being lifted and promoted. Your perception has changed. Your experiences have also changed. Hallelujah. Number three, in holiness. He wants you to be established in holiness. He wants your Christianity to be practical. Not just you to be established in material things, but also to be established in your character of holiness. To be able to live the holy life the way he wants you to live. Because he said, without holiness, no man shall see God. 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 12. And the Lord make you oh it's a prayer he says and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one to one another and toward all men even as we do toward you to the end or for this purpose that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God even our father the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints so he even shows us how to be established in holiness he says for us to be established in holiness our love must increase. Because you see, when you walk in love, you cannot lie. When you walk in love, you cannot steal. When you walk in love, you cannot fornicate. That's not love, that's lust. When you walk in love, you cannot sin. You can't. So, a man who walks in love is perfecting holiness. A man who walks in love is being established in holiness. So you are making it your goal this month to love all men. He said that. He says, love toward all men. Everyone is lovable. There is not a person in this world that cannot be loved. Did you know that even the devil desires to be loved? There is not a human being who does not desire to be loved. And who is not lovable. So we're going to love all men. And number four. He wants you to be established in every good word and work. Have you received a good prophecy, a good declaration over your life? He wants it to come to pass. God is not just excited about us receiving prophecies. He wants them to come to pass. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 16. <laughs> now our Lord Jesus Christ himself, himself and God even our Father, which have loved us and given us everlasting consolation. Consolation is encouragement. Everlasting encouragement. Everlasting. That means never fading, never ending, and dying encouragement. Oh God, I can never be discouraged. How? I have everlasting consolation. And good hope through grace. Not just hope, good hope. So I know the future is better. He says, may comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. 
Good word. I like that. Good word. Because some people have received some bad words. Some people have received some bad prophecies. I see you dying in 2021. You will not be established in that word. <laughs> if you have received such. That's a bad word. I've known the mind of God through the scriptures. And this is God saying, I want every good word to come to pass in your life. Every good dream, right? And if the dream had mixtures, that means there were the good things and the bad things. You keep the good things. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Hold fast that which is good. I was telling the, the brethren in the first service that if you have a dream, and in that dream you saw a beautiful house, and then in and then you saw that there were snakes in the house and then like someone, an ugly thing was chasing you. It's telling them when you wake up, get rid of everything else. Keep the house. Oh, you didn't hear that. Keep the good house. You say in the name of Jesus, I refuse. I refuse to allow the devil to take over my life. I refuse to allow the devil to chase me around. Your word declares that I should resist him. You flee from me. I resist him now. I command him to let go. I command him to have nothing to do with my life. Your word says you keep me from evil. Thank you for keeping me from evil. And Father, thank you for the house you have showed me also. Don't throw away the baby together with the dirty water. Throw the dirty water. Keep the baby. Keep that which is good. If someone comes to you and they say they have a prophecy, can I prophesy to you? Say, here, prophesy. I, I see there is a lot of darkness over your life. But then the darkness will soon go away. I see that God is going to make you great. When he's done prophesying, thank God for the greatness. Oh, you didn't hear that. Forget about the darkness. How can darkness be over you when you are the light of the world? How can the darkness be over you when the father of spirits, God who is light, dwells in you? Father, thank you for this greatness. No, don't go around and say that guy is a false prophet. He's taught me darkness, darkness. Forget about the darkness. Keep the good stuff. Do you know what I do? Even if I know that this is a false prophecy, if there is good stuff in it, I keep the good stuff. If someone by accident says, Pastor, I see you receiving a car this month, I start celebrating. By accident, he said it. By choice, I receive it. Every good word. And then he says, good work. So the question is, are you doing a good work? Do you have a good job? By good job, I'm not talking about salary. I'm talking about what is your job producing? Is it good? Do you have a good business? By good business, I'm talking about, is it benefiting others? Huh? If it's not benefiting others, then that's not your word. Is it benefiting others? Or is killing others? Is destroying others? Then you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want my business to grow. I think I've grown to be more careful nowadays. I get to ask, what, is your, what do you do? What do you do? You may be selling coffins. <laughs> and you're saying, Pastor, speak a word. You're a man of God. Whatever you say comes to pass. I want my business to increase. Then I don't know I'm condemning people. Right? Like some men of God like to say, if I be a man of God, if your business does not grow this month, I'll stop preaching. 
then you end up finding that that business is a coffin business. So pastor, what should he do? What should he do? Well, the Bible tells us what he should do. The Bible says, let the dead bury the dead. That is, they're spiritually dead. Let them handle things that have to do with death. Okay. So what's my prayer for such a person? Good work. Something that promotes life. Something that promotes life. Something that improves lives. Oh, we still need those guys that make coffins. We still need them. Because we're not going to throw the dead without coffins. We still need them. But you need to have a dignified job. Right? And then that also means something. If you don't have a job, how can you say you wants to establish in every good work? That means that your job is guaranteed. There is work for you. There is a job for you. But the best of all is the work you do for the Lord. As the, not, it's not just good work, it's the best work. And in this month, he's establishing you in it. Number five. Did I say number five? No, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Establish you in the work you do for the Lord. Can we read this together? One to go. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, stand fast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always being superior in your work. Superior manifestation, superior results, right? Excelling. So you say, I'm an excellent usher. Always excelling. My work is superior. When, I'm, when I sweep the house of God, it's done excellently. That's what he's talking about. I'm an excellent music minister. I'm an excellent pastor. Yes, always excelling. Doing more than enough. As I win souls, I do more than enough. The target is 20. I come with 40. Doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. Why? Knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not fatal. It's never wasted or to no purpose. The King James says, your work is not in vain. Whatever you do for the Lord is not a waste of time. It's an investment into eternity. You gain benefits in time, but the benefits will go beyond time. It's the only work that has eternal rewards. When you work for man, he'll give you something. He'll give you a payment, and within a month, it's all gone. But when you work for the Lord, it's beyond. It's beyond now. It's beyond one month. In all eternity, you enjoy the fruits of that labor. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be stable in your work. Number five, he wants you to be established in faith. You're going to walk strong in faith. First Thessalonians 3 verse 2 down to verse 6. Apostle Paul said, I sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you. So as we have services this month, we are coming to establish you. Oh boy. By the time we are done with this month, You'll be able to say, the Lord has made me a wonder. <laughs> the Lord has made me a miracle. Amen. He says, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. That no man should be moved by these afflictions. Nothing moves you. That's why we have sent Timothy, so that nothing moves you. 
Persecutions will not move you. Will not move you. For yourselves know that we are appointed there and persecutions are part of the Christian walk. They'll call you names because of your love for Jesus. They'll, they will treat you in a certain way because of your love for Jesus. And the Bible says that you will be strengthened in all these things. For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer, should suffer, not might suffer, should suffer tribulation. Even as it came to pass and ye you know, for this cause when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith. Lest by some means the tempter have tempted you and our labor be in vain. I know that our labor in your life will never be in vain. First Peter 5 verse 7 to verse 11. As we read this, we are getting ready for the communion. Paul, out all your worries. Do you have any worries today? Pour out all your worries. Stay in there, pour out all your worries. Vichose vonse vistresi. Vichose. Pour them out. All of them. I'm just worried. No, 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 no. Don't be. Pour out. Pour out. Not some of it. All your worries and stress. Don't be under pressure. Pour out. It's my creditors who are troubling me. Pour it all out. He said, you shall lend to nations and borrow from now. Pour out. And he says, do what? Pour them out upon him. And leave them there. Don't pour out and then after five minutes, Father, remember. No, he says, leave them there. And then he says, be well balanced and always alert. Because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly. Like a, a rolling lion looking for his prey to devour. Take a decisive stance. A decisive stand against him. And resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. Hallelujah. Not devil, I resist you. No, no, no. Strong, vigorous faith. Faith that is noisy. Faith that is strong. Because when you talk to the devil like that, it's like talking to a dog. Yeah? Poppy, go. And Poppy is just like wiggling his tail. I told you, go. I'm going to school now. Go. But when you say, go. That's what you do to the devil. There are times you need to get angry. Righteous anger. You hear this has happened in the family. That has happened in the family. Go into your room. Close the door. The Bible says stand. Take a decisive stand. You say in the name of Jesus. You spirit of death. No more. I come against you in the name of the Lord. I rebuke you. I command you now you will not touch any of my family members. For my sake they are preserved. The Bible says God blessed the house of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The Bible says Laban was blessed for Jacob's sake 
for the benefit of Jacob. As I'm standing here, may God bless anyone who has been a blessing to you. For your sake. These are miracles I'm seeing now. For your sake. For your sake. For your sake, those siblings of yours who have been praying for jobs, employment has been released. They have been a burden to you, but now the Lord is helping you. You have been taking care of them, but now the Lord is settling them. I said, for your sake. For your sake. For your sake. That one was given 60% buzzery. The Lord is moving the hearts of the Basari committee. They are giving him 100%. Don't ask how. It's the Lord's doing. For your sake. Maybe there is a sick one at home. And because that person is sick, you can't do the things you want to do. You have to bath the person. You have to clean the person up. You have to feed the person. For your sake. May healing come to them. May healing come to them. Rise up to your feet. Go ahead and thank the Lord for his words. Declare it over your life. I am strong. I'm established. I'm immovable. I cannot be stopped. It's my month of establishment. Go ahead and pray. Zalabaya. As we are praying, music ministers, you can sing something, a worship song. Let's receive communion. Continue in prayer, continue. Thank the Lord for the words. Thank the Lord for what he has done in his word.
say this after me. I am strengthened for success. I am strong. I am established in the will of God. In this month, I'm making progress. I am unstoppable. God is at work in my life. Everything is falling in place. Everything is falling in place. I'm moving from glory to glory. From strength to strength. Yes, my health will not be touched. My finances will not be touched. Anything that concerns me. Anything that concerns me. It's protected from all satanic attacks. I am shielded by the word of God and by the power of his spirit. So they say, Father, thank you for the body of Christ that was broken for me. Thank you for the blood that was shed for my sins. That was shed to make your will active in my life. As I partake of this communion, all the blessings of the New Testament are activated in my life. Go ahead and drink. Go ahead and eat. Hallelujah. Now give the Lord a shout of praise.